This is 261 Fearless Voices, proudly presented by Bose, the podcast dedicated to fearless women around the world. Hello and thank you for joining us on the 261 Fearless Voices podcast. I'm your host, Juliette McGratton. I'm really looking forward to chatting to our guest today, Nishta Chopra. Nishta lives in Mumbai in India and she's been running since she was a child. She recently came over to the UK to train as a 261 Fearless coach and she plans to take the 261 Fearless network back to India and start a running club in her local community where running isn't widely practiced amongst women. So I'm very interested to hear about this and just want to say hello Nishta. Hi, Juliet. Hello, everybody. Uh, This is a great opportunity to bring India into this absolutely wonderful global platform talking about running and uh, just social running, which is non-competitive, which is so important for women all over the globe. Oh, that's fantastic. Thank you, Nishita. We're really excited to have you on board. Um, I'm just wondering, actually, for everybody that's listening, can you tell us what you look like so we we can picture you with that voice? Absolutely. So, um... I look like an average Indian, I would say. I have black <laughs> hair. I'm slightly dark, darker than you guys. I'm about 5'3", five, 5'4". Five, I don't think I'm very fat, but I like to say that. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, running keeps me in shape. And um, I, yeah, that's, I think that's what I look like. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, that's wonderful. Thank you. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, you've made that trip over to the UK to train as a coach and, um, you know, you could need some courage to do that. But what does courage and fearlessness mean to you? Can you just define it for us? Sure. So I think courage for me is really standing up for what you believe in and standing up for yourself, no matter what other people say. And, you know, if you have a belief, if you have an aim in life, if you have something that you really want to achieve to, you know, go ahead and get that done and go after it no holds barred and you know go for it no matter what anybody says and uh, living out in India and growing up in India there's a lot of social stigma uh, mm-hmm. against women and um, a lot of opportunities not given to women and uh, that's just how it is it's getting better now but um, as an individual as a girl growing up uh, can be difficult uh, I've been very lucky to be blessed with parents who've been very very supportive but um, I think that's very critical and very important for Indian women to stand up for themselves and stand up for what they believe in and that's really what I think fearlessness for me means and um, yeah and I think 261 is doing a great job of uh, getting people in the community getting people together supporting them um, creating this global platform where I'm from India talking to you from the UK uh, connected to people in the US and you know just creating this absolutely global platform is incredible and uh, finding that support with each other and women actually supporting each other um, that's a great cause to work for and I think that's what it means to me. So you mentioned you had very supportive parents I just wondered was there a particular moment that you became fearless a defining moment that you recall? Sure So I think while growing up, I've always been a very chubby kid. And while I was in grade eight or nine, you know how teenagers are and they're very, um, they tease you, they bully you. And Mm -hmm. since you're the fat kid in the class, you get picked on a lot. So that really uh, affected my self-confidence. 
it affected the way I thought of myself and it really wanted me to you know do something about my body because I hated my body because everybody was picking on me for that and my parents always told me to you know I, I was always into sports which is funny enough because I always played basketball but I was always slightly heavy so I would go on like this crash diet and I'm a kid in the eighth grade so that's really not healthy and my parents were completely against that and all of it but and then I started running because my dad would make me run with him and I started doing that in earnest and I you know there's a sense of freedom that you get when you're running and you just feel so powerful you feel like you can do things that adrenaline is pumping all those endorphins are going for you and you feel like you, you know you can achieve these things and that's the moment I think I have a very clear, distinct memory of um, there's this club in Delhi that I was running in. And, you, you know, it's a green field. It's like this great track that, that's there. And the Commonwealth Games happened there. Um, and I was running and I just remember that, OK, at this moment, I love what I'm doing and I love myself. And I'm not going to let people, you know, let me feel really bad about myself, about how I look, about how I feel. And that's what really got me hooked to running. And I started doing that like every single day. I used to run pretty much every single day, do about six to eight kilometers. And um, I actually found a difference in the way I thought, in the way um, I pictured myself. And of course, there was a physical change that also happened. But more than that, I think it was a self-confidence that was boosted doing this activity, which is such a simple activity, which you can do anywhere in the world. It can be um, whether you go to the beach, whether you go to a park, whether you run on the road, whatever it might be. But I think that one particular moment uh, defined it for me, wherein I was just like, I'm going to own this and this is what I feel about myself. And I think that's where it really started, where I started taking myself more seriously and not listening to all of the noise around you. And, you know, having that courage to do what you want to do and achieve what you want to do. So I think that really helped me out. That's that's wonderful, isn't it? You can remember that exact moment where where that all came oh, that yeah, came yeah, to definitely. you while you were running. Mm. And and has that Absolutely. courage that you gained from running has that courage gone on to impact your career um, and your life? Yeah, absolutely. So um, living in Mumbai is extremely stressful. Um, we live really fast-paced lives and. It's we have 20 million people living in the city, which wow. is an extremely tiny city. <laughs> and um, whether it's work, you have, you know, the stress of work, family and just going up and down in the city takes you two hours, three hours of travel. All of this is really stressful. And I think, you know, taking that time out and going for a run, getting that clarity of thought, just having some time to yourself. It just helps you to calm down, to think about things, you know, take your time with things. Uh, and it's, I think, a very precious time for every individual who runs on a regular basis, I think. Mm, that's interesting. I'm, I'm interested as well just to hear um, where you're living in India and mm -hmm. how women are often portrayed in the media as weak, uh, worthy mm -hmm. of male protection and sometimes quite fearful. In your experience in your community, are women more fearful than men so i would say um this generation of us i'm 26 years old and i would say my generation my peers it's changing definitely but if i see say my grandmother or certain ladies who aren't 
you know, independent. They are not economically independent. And a lot of women aren't because uh, in India, especially um, girls aren't really sent to school beyond a certain age. And a lot of girls are just not sent to school. So becoming financially independent is something which now we strive for. But in the old days, it didn't really happen. So, of course, if you're not financially independent, you are going to be dependent on your husbands, on your brothers, on the male members of the family. And Indian families are, you know, quite patriarchal. And the the man of the house is um, the guy who, you know, holds all the ropes and what he says is what happens so i think because of this financial dependence uh, a lot of women are scared to do certain things they're not allowed to do certain things and they don't push themselves beyond a certain point so they're okay with what they have and you know they just live the way they are living and they don't want to you know spread their wings and all of that but i see that changing so to give you an example um women my age in Bombay, they do run a little bit, but there are few cities in uh, in India where you will find uh, people running, like women running. But otherwise, nowhere in the rest of the country will you really find a woman running on the road. For that matter, even in Bombay, you will not find a woman running on the road because uh, people stare at you. People, you know, it, it's really not safe to do that. Because, well, you'd rather run in a park, which is a safer environment, in a gym, which is a safer environment, than out on the streets. So that's something that women here wouldn't do. And a lot of women walk, definitely. But running is something they leave when, you know, they they were kids and they used to run around. Yes, after that, they just keep walking. So to give you an example, um, I actually... Once I did the 261 coaching and all of that, the training, and I came back to Bombay, I explained it to my mom, and my mom's a teacher. So uh, she was really excited about it, and she decided, okay, if you've done the training, why don't you come, you know, do this with my friends who are also teachers? So what I did was um, I got together about five to six teachers from her school who happened to be teachers who taught me when I was a child. So all of these ladies and we did all of the games that, you know, you taught us, you taught us, Melissa, Nikki, all of you guys taught us. And um, I just played these games with them. And these are 50 something, 40 something women. And for that one hour, they were actually so engrossed. They were actually running. And these are women who never run. At best, they'll go for a morning walk or an evening walk. Nothing more than that. And these women were running, chasing each other, doing the flush thing, that game and acting like bears and making noises. And it was it was hilarious to watch them. They were like gleeful children, you know, just running around. And I think the last time that they possibly ran was when they were children. I don't think they ran before that. In between, I don't think they ran because it's just not something that women here do. So it's just how it is. And I think that's why for 261 to come into this particular geography is so interesting because it's a mindset that will change. And I think that's that's something which we want, which we need. And it will just be so empowering for these ladies and, you know, just getting that one hour every week to just be who you are in a safe environment. It's non-competitive. Nobody is judging you. You can do your thing. And I think that's absolutely fabulous and there's a lot that can be done within at least this city, this country. Absolutely. 
Oh, that's I'm just picturing you all charging around. That's just that's a wonderful description. Thank you. Um, so do you, and, and, sorry, and Indian women are well, I would say slightly heavy. My mom's not the skinniest of ladies. And it's hilarious because they're wearing their shoes and they're just laughing their hearts out. It was absolutely wonderful to watch. I mean, that's it. You know, this doesn't matter your size, your shape, your age. Anybody can, yeah. can just put one foot in front of the other, can't they? Uh, so you mentioned there about how you think this will be wonderful in your community and help to empower women. Um, do you think your community and the world in general uh, needs more fearless women? Absolutely. I mean, uh, we don't even have enough women in business in India. That's something which is lacking. And just otherwise, also as spokespersons for our entire gender, we're very um, under, uh, what's the word? Uh, We're not very visible, Mm -hmm. uh, at least in India, at least in Asia, I would say. And uh, there's a lot that needs to be done wherein we get that equal opportunity. And even if there is opportunity, just because of certain biases, because of well women are homemakers at the end of the day and a lot of them just you know stop striving for what they wanted beyond a certain point after families come and after children come in and I think this would bring people back into hey I'm an individual and let me do something for myself wherein I feel good about it wherein I am working with other ladies helping them out creating this support group creating this safe environment where we can you know help each other out and think about maybe bigger picture like larger things in life also that's something that this could do and I I think it's a great opportunity to do that. So Nishta if you had to pass on some advice and tips to other women to help them embrace their fears and become more confident what would your what would your advice be? Oh, that's a tough one. But I think my advice would basically be um, let go of what people think and what society thinks overall and focus on what you want to do and believe in yourself. Because if there is something that you want to do, believe in yourself that you can do it and just go after it. Wear your blinkers, just go after what you want. And I think that's what's important. Oh, thank you. And is there somebody you admire? for their courage oh, Catherine you Edith all of you guys <laughs> Melissa Nikki everybody I mean what you guys are doing is pretty incredible and uh, just having this you know brilliant platform and you guys do a lot of work I mean there's so much under the covers that we don't even know of and there's so much happening there and it's so inspiring to watch uh, you guys running marathons doing incredible things so very very inspiring absolutely Oh, thank you. And in your as growing up, was there somebody who, um, you know, you really admired and, and was a role model in terms of courage and fearlessness? Yeah. So uh, actually, my aunt, my mother's sister, um, she's working. She's actually heading an organization. She's doing so much, and she has a family. She has kids, and she's an aberration to what Indian women are because a lot of Indian women just stop working after they have a family. And she's just, you know, focused on what she wanted. She was very clear from the very beginning that she wanted X, Y, Z, and she went after it. So I think that that's something that I really looked up to. Oh, well done to your aunt. (laughs) So I've just got one last question for you, Nishita. Just to ask you, I know how brave you are, but is there anything that you're still afraid of? Oh, I'm so afraid. 
of so <laughs> many things. I mean, there's so much out there. So, um, well, to, uh, so I'm still creating the legal entity in India and I've gone up and down. I've gone to courts. I've got, I've done this and that. And, um, I'm actually scared until that final paper is signed and it's actually created. So I'm scared of that. And I'm actually scared of my first class that I'm going to take because I'm so terrified, even though you've given us the best training and everything. But uh, I'm I'm terrified of the first class that I'm going to do. I don't know how I'm going to do it and how it's going to turn out. So that, that's something that <laughs> keeps me up. I don't think you've got anything to worry about. You know, I know establishing a club in a new country is a is a massive challenge, but you're absolutely going to uh, to rock it. I know you are, and oh, it's been you. really really fascinating to to hear about your community and and how fearlessness is is needed and how two six one fearless could be could be a real uh, force for good amongst the women that you live and work with so thank you very much Nishta and we really look forward we really look forward to seeing your journey absolutely absolutely I'm I'm very excited about this and oh I'm going to work harder towards it now don't you worry about it (laughs) thank you very much and we'll catch up with you maybe at a later date and we can find out how it's gone absolutely absolutely. thank you thank you so much Bye. Bye -bye. bye 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 261 Fearless Voices has been brought to you by Bose. If you want to learn more about 261 Fearless, the global women's running network, go to www.261fearless.org.